Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of I Miss You, Man. Lonnie, how are you doing today? I'm pretty good, Dylan. How are you doing? I'm doing great because I'm talking with my friend Lonnie. How good's that? Everyone loves to do that. <laughs> oh, yes, they do. Yes, they do. But Lonnie, for, for the few people that uh, might not be familiar with this podcast, what's it about? Well, Dylan, you had a dream that you and I had a podcast called I Miss You Man, where we talked about a certain topic and sort of got reconnected to each other each week. Our motto is life, pop culture and everything in between. And it's actually very special this week, isn't it? It is, it is. It is the second episode in our ongoing series, The Christina Chronicles. Hey, and that's where we review every movie in the actress Christina Ritchie's catalogue of movies now if you want the genesis of this go back and listen to I think it's episode four speed racer where you and i decided that she was the best thing about that movie among other things the greatest movie of all time yep yep mm, okay <laughs> you can say that you can be wrong that's all right oh no all righty <laughs> fine we're moving on i can't deal with talking about speed racer and arguing with you okay. all day <laughs> But what I'm loving so far about the Christina Chronicles, Lonnie, I mean, we are only two in, but we watched Mermaids before, and it was pretty good. It's pretty good. Mm. It's introducing us to some hidden gems, it seems, that if we weren't doing this series, we would never have been exposed to. That's right. I, I can't really think of another context where I would have watched Mermaids no. or The Hard Way, which is today's film. Yes, hello. The Hard Way, a buddy cop film. From 1991, starring James Woods and Michael J. Fox and co-starring Christina Ritchie! Oy, 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 oy. Our girl, our girl. More of a cameo, really, if we... <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll get into that. We'll okay. get into that. Yeah. But I- initial thoughts, overall thoughts, Lonnie, what do you reckon? I liked it. You said it's a, a buddy cop film, but it's a buddy cop film with a twist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what would be that twist, Lonnie? Well, we'll we get into spoilers, and if you're interested in watching the film, maybe go listen, watch watch it and then come back to us. But, yeah. yes, the little twist is that James Woods is the, the tough homicide detective, mm-hmm. the classic sort of, you know, cop who doesn't play by the rules. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know the type. Oh, yeah, I know. I mean, he's not going to play by your rules. <laughs> <laughs> and Michael J. Fox is his partner, but he's... But, Michael J. Fox, in this context, is an actor himself, and he's got going undercover to get some real-life experience because he wants to play a cop in an upcoming film. So yeah. it's um, satirising Hollywood um, in that sense, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I, I also liked it. I thought it was a very, very solid movie. Very solid movie. 
Um, uh, yeah, we went through the basic plot, so it's pretty, pretty solid stuff, I reckon. And a classic comedy in all, in all forms. As I said, really like it. I think James Wood in particular, spectacular in this. He's yeah. great. I think the both, it wouldn't have worked without the two main actors, and I've got some quotes from some reviews saying, where's that effect? But it's yeah. just really cool to see two great performers at the top of their game and really committed to the premise. Yeah, absolutely. And I've I've always liked James Woods, but I've I've more seen him in voice form in animated stuff like Hercules and and Justice League Crisis on Two Earths. It's another banger. Give that a go, anyone. <laughs> um, but he was great in this, and Michael J. Fox was mm. good too. Um, he's not really doing too much different. It's kind of just Michael J. Fox doing his normal thing. But hey, everyone loves it. So he's got a bit of a, a tougher edge to him, though, doesn't he? Yeah, slightly, I guess, yeah. yeah um, he's playing up that sort of spoiled playboy actor. Yeah, yeah, a, a bit, yeah. He, he's kind of still a decent guy, though, yeah. End the day, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, they play off each other very well. Is this, um, <laughs> spoiler alert, but there's this one scene in particular I loved in the bar where Michael's acting as James Wood's girlfriend in the movie and <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> doing a kind of role play scenario and, and James Woods wasn't having a bar of it and you know, it was hilarious it was yeah, funny that was quite funny that scene yeah yeah but Lonnie what's the name of this series it's called the Christina Chronicles <laughs> and my one major problem with this movie Lonnie mm. and you've already touched on it a little bit mm-hmm. not enough Christina Ritchie no barely any really She's in one scene. We've been duped. <laughs> I mean, she's good in, in what she does, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, she's good. But... She always is, isn't she? So. Oh, she's great. One of the best. But, like, she was, like, I think at the opening credits, she was, like, third or fourth up there. Yeah, pretty high up. And so given this is her second movie, it's, you know, it's good effort. Um, yeah, which I thought would have indicated... More screen time, but mm. I guess not. No, it's a funny scene she's in, though, that having dinner and then there's a big fight. And she's she holds her own, I'll put it that way. But, yeah, but not a lot of her. And it, and it took a while for her to get in. I mean, the film doesn't know that it's part of this Christina Chronicles series, I suppose. So <laughs> No, not, not in the slightest. Fair no. play to them. But, um, yeah, it was like halfway through, I was like, is Christina actually in this movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But um, another thing I want to say is that you mentioned that Michael J. Fox is playing an actor. I believe his name is Nick Lang mm. in the movie. Now, there's this movie throughout the movie that's referenced a lot, which I believe is Smoking Gun 2 mm. for that one. Uh, it's played throughout various forms in the movie, like in trailers, on televisions, in an actual theatre at one point, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And we get to see some like little scenes from it, that sort of thing. It's... It's basically just Indiana Jones played by Michael J. Fox, right? <laughs> Seems to be, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. It is funny that he's like, oh, I need to break away from these stupid, bloated action films and I want to do something serious. But then watching the film within a film, I was like, looks pretty fun to me. Yeah, I, I think I would I think I would give anything to have it be a real movie, just to be <laughs> Yeah. And that's, that's the other thing, because, yeah, this whole time he's, like, following James Wood's character to, like... Um, you know, try to mimic him and try to get inside the head of a real hardened cop, that mm. sort of thing, to play a more serious role in dramatic film, as you said. Mm-hmm. 
but <laughs> kind of spoiler alert, at the end, when the film is actually made, it's kind of just a cheesy action movie like all the rest of them. Seems to be, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, I can't remember what's called. I think it was The Good, The Badge, and The Ugly. <laughs> I love that. It's good. It's good. I think the, the movie, it's a bit witty, isn't it? It's got a few of those moments. And then, like, the moment you said at the at the dinner where they're role-playing the girlfriend and stuff, it's it's not just your stupid dumb action film. It's that a little bit, sure, but it does have some, some moments that really sing like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I thought it was uh, really solid stuff. Um, what did you think of the villain, the party crasher, I believe his name was? Yeah, well, that's something I want to sort of get into, actually. Mm. So, like, obviously this movie's a, a satire in Hollywood and actors and he's he's got a mansion at the beginning, he walks around, he's got, like, a girl in every room and it's just, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, it's oh, parody classic. almost. Oh, yeah. Um, but also wondering, like, a lot of the elements with the police are kind of like, how great are the cops? And I, I don't know, is it perhaps an unknowing satire on the police and how they see themselves as well? Like, James Woods is certain that he's the best guy ever because he's a cop and he's at that's there's that monologue he has about every time a cop pulls over someone for speeding they're not sure if they're gonna have to kill somebody calm down (laughs) well yeah and like in watching that in 2021 after all those protests in america last year and black lives matters going all around the world it's a really different context to watch that in and, like, I don't know if the movie's commenting on that or whether the movie is kind of agreeing with James Woods that he is the best guy because he's, like, you know, how great are the cops? But yeah, not, I was thinking yeah, that, right? Sure, You're not sure? Yeah. yeah, okay. I thought about that, but then I was like, well, the villain of this film is a crazy mass murderer and it's kind of not touched upon too greatly, but there's that bit where he says that, like, he identifies with the cops because he's like... You know, we're going after the same people, like drug yeah. dealers and pimps. He's taking out trash like the cops, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so I think maybe the movie is a touch more politically aware than I gave it credit for initially. But I just feel like if you made that movie today, it would... I don't think you make the same movie. You have to make it... You have to make lots of tweaks to it to sort of get the same... Get a, get a, a more... A different result, and maybe that was something that is more... Um, reflective of, of our times that we're in right now. But yes, this is 1991, but yeah, looking at it through a modern lens was quite um, interesting, I thought. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's definitely a product of its time. Um, I think it kind of balances it out because, yes, it is a bit cop propagandery mm. with James Woods' character. Mm-hmm. And again, that monologue where he's like, yeah, cops are the best. And even when he's talking to his girlfriend later, it's like, oh, yeah, and, and no one wants to be at the cop until you need us and then, then we're God, we're your saviour, yeah? But, I mean, he... Let's not skirt around it. He is a dick in this movie. Mm. Like, he's an endearing dick, but a dick nonetheless. And kind of all the rest of the cops are kind of assholes as well. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, like, they're they're mean. They were mean to Michael J. Fox. They played that prank on him. Dark prank, by the way. (laughs) Um, spoiler alert, uh, James Woods makes Michael J. Fox think he's killed an innocent man. True, yeah, I think that part, as you're saying, is that's not so much cop propaganda in that scene, is it? It's like, yeah, these guys are, they'll get anything to get results, even yeah. convincing this guy that he's a murderer, yeah. Yeah, all that matters to him is catching this bad guy and nothing else. 
And did you think it was funny in that opening scene, which I thought was quite well filmed and quite um, intense, the in the nightclub and then the the chase throughout New York where he's hanging off the oh, big yeah. truck. Um, but it was like it's not like let's stop this guy from killing people. It's just like let's just shoot him. Everyone just try and shoot the guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's still great stuff though. They're hanging off the truck. Great stunt work. Thought it was fantastic. But yeah, they're a bit rough and tumble about everything. Mm. So I think I don't know then if the movie has like a mixed message or maybe it's just maybe they were trying to get some more of that analysis and of the cop propaganda style approach to to these films and maybe it just sort of got lost in various edits or whatever. I've got I've got no idea. I'm just like wondering. Yeah, it's not completely one way or the other on whether cops are the greatest people in Hollywood or the worst or, or vice versa. Yeah, it's kind of a mix, so they kind of cancel each other out in the end. You can make an argument either way, couldn't you? Yeah, I mean, I haven't walked away from the film having a different opinion of of cops and police officers, so Mm. it hasn't changed my mind. So, Mm. But yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Um, The villain, villain, sorry, you're saying. um, Yeah. Not not a lot to him. No, he's basically just a crazy guy, pretty much, isn't he? But you got to love the 90s hacker style oh. video game that he was making. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, and it, it, was, it is what it is. And he, there's some fun stuff, like when he sees uh, James Wood's character on the news and he keeps, like, pausing and rewinding, like, a certain line mm. over and over and just repeating it with him. So there's some stuff to him, but, yeah, I mean, in the end, there's not really too much depth. It's just, yeah, crazy guy. No, it's just the film is about the buddy cops getting 100%. getting the guy, and so the the guy is doesn't really matter that much. Yeah, hundred percent. I think it um, falls off a little bit in the third act. It kind of feels like, oh, okay, this is where it's going to end. Oh no, we're still going. Okay, this is where it's going to end. Oh no, we're still going. And then I thought we're going to still keep going, and then the credits roll. <laughs> I didn't know where it was going to stop. Yeah, I think there was maybe one twist too many, or one. Further development, too many. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, the crazy guy just kept getting away over and over <laughs> until he didn't. He was slippery, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But then at the end, because um, they show Michael J. Fox's new movie at the end, I thought there was going to be like a little scene between him and James Woods, but no. No. Just credits. Yeah. It would have been nice to have a little bit of closure at them at the at the opening, but the premiere. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing as well. It's a buddy cop movie. Well, they're not really buddies. They kind of, they kind of, don't really like each other. I mean, James Woods definitely doesn't like Michael J. Fox in this. Mm. He hates him vehemently. I would say <laughs> until the end, where he kind of tolerates him. But even at the movie premiere, he's bagging him out. Yeah, it was like a that whole idea of when you're making a movie, you end with a a big bang, then you then you roll the credits as soon as possible. That's kind of what they did. But maybe the that cathartic moment of them coming together and didn't really happen. Yeah. yeah. I didn't mind it because I was like, yeah, I thought it was going to finish 20 minutes ago, so I'm happy it's finishing now. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly, I suppose, yeah. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com/acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Um, but no, it's, yeah, pretty good stuff, pretty good stuff. I would go out and uh, I'd watch it with the, maybe a family movie night, possibly, yeah. I think that that's sort of, yeah, a family Like an adult movie. family movie night, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit of swearing in it. So. Yeah. I think, um, I think I agree. I'm glad we're doing this Christina Chronicles because it's not one I would have sort out otherwise so yeah exactly exactly um, i've got um, a few more straight thoughts dylan okay fire away son uh weird spot for a hot dog van inside a junkyard <laughs> <laughs> it is it is but i like the name for the hot dog the type of hot dog frog dog frog i think dog. that was pretty clever because <laughs> there was french fries and hot dogs yeah basically yeah yeah so i thought that was funny that was funny Might even give it a go <laughs> maybe it's worth a shot yeah yeah. Um, another funny scene, I thought, um, after they've captured the the bad guy for the first time after mm. the cinema screening showdown, mm. and Michael just straight up punches James repeatedly. Oh, yeah, over and over, yeah. <laughs> like four or five times. Yeah, yeah, and James doesn't even face, but he's like, oh, it's like talking with my ex-wife. <laughs> Pretty much. Eh? Oh, speaking of wives, did you think, did you like Susan, Annabella um, Ciara as Susan? She's all right. I thought she was pretty pretty cool, actually. Oh, okay. Um, Big fan, eh? <laughs> well, I thought that role, you know, I've seen that a million times and there's not much to it, but I thought she brought a bit of spark to it, you know? Yeah, okay. I, I can see that. I can see that. Maybe if we saw her with her daughter more, you know, Miss Ritchie, but you know. Well, it was a bit funny. They had dinner that night, which is fine, mm. and Miss Ritchie was there. And then the next day, she's like, do you want to go for lunch tomorrow, Michael J. Fox? I'm like, what are you doing, lady? You're just going out for meals every... And what, where's Christina? I guess she's at school or something, but like, bring her along, you know? I guess, but I thought the whole point of introducing... Because it's like, Christina Ritchie's character is not really a fan of James Wood's mm. character. Mm. So I thought it was going to be a kind of situation where, like, the bad guy was going to kidnap her at the end oh yeah yeah and then james was just going to save her and then the, she's going to realize how great he is and they'll all be one big happy family but no she just she just didn't come back into the film 
No, I think, is she in the background of the premiere at the end? I, I looked out for her. I don't think so. Okay. And she definitely wasn't prominent if she was. Yeah. Because I think it was just James Woods and then he was sitting next to Susan and then I think one of his cop friends yeah, the and cop then the chief friends. was in front of him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I don't, I don't think so. Plus it probably isn't a kid's film either. Mm. Uh, one other funny bit I thought, little mm. just a little moment that didn't have to be there but was really funny. Yeah. So there's that showdown in the subway mm. where um, Michael J. Fox is there and he's got a rubber gun. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, good but he's stuff. trying to hide behind the pillar. There's oh. already someone there and she pushed him back out. <laughs> New Yorkers, man. New uh, Yorkers. And the fact that on the actual train carriage that um, all the other people on the train carriage had guns. That's funny. Classic That's America, funny. hey. It's very, uh, very topical joke from from the nineties. Mm. Same with uh, there's also a Scientology joke at one point. Yeah, in nineteen ninety one, very ahead of its time. Do you think that's before Scientology were like going after people for <laughs> that sort of thing? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they got to to James Woods early, and he was like, "I'm I'm going to call this out." Yeah, film. and he improved that line. They're like, "Oh, we don't know what that is, but you know, we'll keep it in." It was funny that all the comments about Mel Gibson as well being because yeah. he was like the movie Bit of a running the, joke. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's funny. Two things to say about James Woods. Okay. Um, first of all, do you recall the episode of The Simpsons where he um, goes and works in the Quickie Mart? No, I haven't seen that Simpsons episode. I've only seen the Family Guy episodes right. with him in it. Well, very interesting then, Dylan, because in that episode, it's season five, episode thirteen, Homer mm-hmm. and Apu. Yeah. So Apu loses his job because of something Homer's done. And then James Woods gets hired to work in the cookie mart. Mm. And what he's doing is researching a role. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's very clearly a reference to this movie then. Yeah, if it was 95, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So That's interesting. Yeah, I'll it's pretty funny. Watch it. um, and do you, you very aware of James Woods' political views, Dylan? I'm not. And am I thankful for that, Lonnie? Yeah, I you think so, Dylan. Dylan. I think so. <laughs> if you want to just watch his movies without having to think about him as a person, probably a good idea to just steer clear of his his real life persona. It's kind of what I want to because he's um he's also a voice actor in one of my favorite game series as well, which I play all the time, and he's a recurring role in that. It's Kingdom Hearts, so he's still Hades from Hercules, but he's like yeah. in every game. It's still great stuff. So, yeah, what's he do? Is he a Trump man? Is that where we're going? He's a Trump man, yes. Uh, okay, okay. And right. not just like, you know, I support the guy. He like, he's been banned from Twitter because he was trolling people so much and <laughs> oh, just hardcore Trump oh, allusions Jesus. to some anti-Semitic views as well. Like, oh, just full on lost his mind, it seems. James, no, don't. And it's really like difficult that. because Hades is one of my favourite characters. Oh, he's great. One of the best Disney villains of all time. Exactly. And everything I've seen James Woods in, he's been pretty good. You know, like, he's always a bring a lot to every performance, so. It's kind of like John Goodman, always solid in everything he's in. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Keep shame. that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to, though. I don't want to. <laughs> uh, oh, well. But um, you mentioned you had some reviews there, Lonnie. I also looked up some reviews. What, what have you got for us? Well, I've got a quote from Roger Ebert, the great man. Hello, hello. I also touched on that as well. Okay. We might have the same quote. Go on. Well, let's say it together. One. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, go on. Yeah. Um, I just got a quote from him. He gave it three stars out of four. That's pretty good. 
Solid, yeah. Um, well, maybe three and a half. I wrote three here, but then maybe three and a half. Doesn't matter. Um, doesn't. He, he said... Roger Ebert's dead. His opinion doesn't matter anymore. Oh, I didn't say that. <laughs> Come off it, mate. Uh, there is nothing very remarkable about the hard way, except for its comic energy, and the energy of this movie is everything. Yeah, pretty, pretty solid. As you said, it's got a bit of a twist on the buddy cop thing, but, mm. you know... That's pretty much it. it. Yeah, in it for James Woods and Michael J. Fox, yeah. Yeah, he said something like, the sort of movie if James Woods wasn't in it, you'd have to close down, shut the movie down because he's like the key, which is fair enough, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I had. He mm. plays the kind of role where if they hadn't been able to hire him, would have had to shut the movie down, which yeah. pretty much agree with, yeah. I've got another quote here from Ed Travis of um, Synapse, which is like a film review oh, website. yeah. Yeah. Um, he reviewed it last year, so it's like the kind of contemporary looking back on it, like we're mm. doing. Okay. And he's kind of mixed. He said, the biggest problem perhaps with the script is simply that it's never quite as funny as it thinks it is. Fox's antics as Lang are amusing fairly frequently, but never quite laugh out loud funny. Rough. A bit rough. I, I, I was laughing a little bit, so. Yeah, I was snickering. At least snickering. And Ed also, he, um, Comments on the police issues that we sort of talked about as well, given that oh, reviewed course. it in 2020. So, yeah. yeah. No, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Got any other ones for us? I haven't got any more reviews, but I just want to talk a little bit about... Um, have you heard of Check of the Gun concept, Dylan? Uh, I've heard the name before, yeah. yeah. What is it? Is it like if something is introduced, it has to pay off at some point? Is that it? Pretty much, yeah. The yeah. whole... If the gun's in Chapter 1, it should be firing, and Chapter 3 is the, yeah, yeah. Is the, the, the quote. Well, I didn't think I'd ever see a Chekhov's giant animatronic billboard. <laughs> but here we go. Yeah, here we are. Yep, that is exactly right. Yep. <laughs> oh, I did like it. It was funny and different and, yeah, just really great. <laughs> yeah, the, nah, yeah I, I did like that bit. Um, pretty realistic. It's like a giant, giant Michael J. Fox face. With uh, smoking a cigarette, which you cannot do nowadays. No, you wouldn't do that, would you? Did you even do it back then? Is that were those actually things? Those giant billboards? I don't. It's like in like Times Square sort of idea, yes. isn't it? But it's very hardcore. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. Maybe if you had a budget of a big Hollywood movie, you could. I guess. So. I guess maybe that's why they put every single bit of advertising money in the smoking gun too, just into that billboard alone. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. But uh, Lonnie, I also have some reviews, but oh, I yes. have some user reviews. Oh, here we go. From Rotten Tomatoes. Here the we common go. folk, Lonnie. You're like you and me. Ahoy, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Now, this one is from Ryland. A lot of people find funny, but the way James Wood's character behaves is not okay. Like slam the door in Nick's face, handcuff him the bed, and somewhat be rude to him. Three and a half stars. <laughs> I kind of would have focused more on the, the police brutality myself, but that's true. You shouldn't like, handcuff people's well, heads. You in in a way, it was police brutality. Yeah, too. no. Yeah, yeah. True. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another one. David. Buddy cop movies make me happy. That's it. Yeah. Uh, two and a half stars. So they don't make you too happy, do they, David? No. Come on. Come on, mate. Two and a half stars, mate. That's that's not on. But uh, we got a five-star review, Lonnie, from Peter. Okay. Great James Woods wearing Ray-Bans and cool leather jacket. 
Can't argue with that. <laughs> he was. It's true. <laughs> uh, next one, Sam. Not great, but funny to see how the actor make the police go crazy. Three I stars. Mean, you got to respect that, haven't you? Uh, well, exactly right. Exactly right, Lonnie. And uh, Private has said one star for Fox and Woods. And true to his word, he gave it one star. Mate, you need to elaborate if you're going to give one star, I that's, think. That's not a healthy review at all, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not at on. Not on, not on. But I do have a, a longer review from someone who thinks it's a 10 out of 10, Lonnie. Okay, that's a big claim. This is Memo the First. Now, he says, On first seeing the hard way, I realised that I was hooked. I have not gone a month without seeing this film ever since. Mm. Eight years. So eight years, he has watched this once a month. Gee, every month. It's over 100 times then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah okay. It is without a doubt the greatest action comedy film of all time. And my personal favourite, bar none. Yeah, we get that, mate. <laughs> Nick Lang and John Moss are two of the best characters to grace the big screen. <laughs> Granted, the film did not do too well at the box office, in brackets, eh? <laughs> <laughs> but their on-screen chemistry should have been recognised. Z, 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 Z. I'm going on a bit. I love this film. It's the best ever. Thanks. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Thank you for that review. <laughs> Good stuff. There is that, that thing about every movie someone's favourite movie, isn't it? So Well, that was Memo's, Lonnie. Yeah. That was his favourite movie. Greatest action comedy of all time. Wouldn't go that far, a bit much, but, you know, it's a good one. It's solid stuff. It is a good one, yeah. Any other thoughts, Lonnie, before we wrap it up? Um, I think I've covered everything. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy. Good film. We're two for two, Lonnie, and... Little preview for next time. I think we're going to be three for three. I think that's a pretty safe pick because what are we doing next time, Lonnie? I believe it's time for the Adams Family. No, 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 Nice. I haven't seen this since I was a kid, and I think I only watched it like on TV, you know. So this will be my first time sitting down and actually watching it properly. So I'm really excited. Well, Lonnie, I I actually haven't seen it. If you oh, okay. That. I've only watched. Uh, there was like a cartoon on Cartoon Network, an Adam's Family cartoon. And I've heard this film is nothing but great stuff. So I'm looking forward to it. That's our, that's our girl. She's giving us a good time, isn't she, Christina? She is. She is. She's finally stepping into the limelight, it, it seems. Mm. So look forward to that next time, everyone, on I Miss You Man, the Christina Chronicles. And that'll do us for today, Lonnie. Um, they can find us on the socials. Is that right? We're on all the social pages, except TikTok, but maybe we'll get there eventually. No, I forbid it. Okay. No, no room for negotiation, just no? No, I'll quit. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. No, maybe one day. You can convince me, have a raspberry at the pub, maybe. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, until then, Dylan, I miss you, man. I miss you, man. Do we miss Christina, too? I missed her in this movie, for sure, yeah. <laughs> what? Nice. It'll get Zing. Yeah. Zing, bang, got him. I miss you, man, I miss you, man, do I?
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.